0: Welcome, one and all, to episode 346 of Signals from Mars. I'm your host, Victor. And for this episode, we welcome Mr. Patrons Pick, Jeremy Weltman, back into the fold. We are going to be talking new releases from the month of April 2023. It's always a fun chat with Jeremy. It's always great to find out about new music that we may have missed. Let's go! I'm ready. Let's do it. Welcome, everyone, to the April Albums Recap with uh, Jeremy, Mr. Patron's Pick. Jeremy, how are you?
1: Yeah, really good. Thanks, Victor. been away for a, a few days in Dubrovnik, and obviously we've got the Coronation here in the UK this weekend, so I'm hoping to pick some uh, special albums out, Fit for a
0: King. There you go. <laughs> Excellent. So... Um, For those that are late to the party here, Jeremy and I go over the releases of the previous month to help you guys out again with new music coming out. It also helps as a great refresher at the end of the year. When we go to choose our list of top 10 albums of the year, we can just listen to these episodes and say, oh, yeah, now I remember that one. So uh let's kick things off with April 7th, which is the first Friday in April with new releases. We had new releases from Paul Gilbert, Dropout Kings, Angus McSix, um, the evangelic, children of the reptile, discretion, power wolf, heathen foray, cardinal sin, unworthy, valensaro, roses, Cage will Cage Willis, excuse me. Lotus Thrones, Stillbirth, Hectic Plague, Walking Bombs, Lesotho, Blood Moon Wedding. EPs from Angel Vivaldi, Tribulation, Savage Hands, The Aggression Session, Tina Fey Louise. Reissues from Lincoln Park and Silverstein. A live off the soundboard, Poughkeepsie, New York. Uh, 1984 from Kiss and compilations from, or a compilation from Johnny Thunder. Uh, Jeremy, what's your pick for this week?
1: Yeah, I listened to a few. Um, I listened to the supergroup Angels in Vain. Uh, that included a, f- a couple of covers on that one. Um, the rest of the album, excluding the covers, was okay. But to be to be honest, it felt left me feeling a little underwhelmed. If I'm honest. Um, so I move quickly on to the album Oathbreaker by the self-proclaimed Austrian pagan death metal band Heathen Foray. Um, that was pretty good overall. Um, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed that. It was very much one for fans of Eamon Amarth, uh, had a very sort of growly Nordic vocal that you, you expect from them. Um, but it was also a, you know quite a melodic uh, metal album as well. So um, that hit the spot really, and, and I quite enjoyed that. Um, I also enjoyed Survival, uh, the eighth studio album by Royal Bliss, uh, which is a band from Brad Dahl's Neck of the Woods in Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. Um so it was a bit generic sounding obviously but but there were some good songs <laughs> on there. Um but my pick of the week um is an album called Trust Betrayal by Arched Fire. Okay. Uh, a band from Finland uh it's their second studio release uh following up on their 2021 effort called remote control i hadn't heard remote control before actually so they, they were fairly new to me um there were quite a few influences on this album uh i'd sort of include judas priest there and, and various thrash bands as well um but ultimately you know i thought they came up with some very good riffs um and so you know it's it an enjoyable album in what i would You know, suggest is a a fairly lean week, but, you know, we get that from time to time. So, um, yeah, Trust Betrayal by Arched Fire.
0: Okay, cool. For me, it would be the album Heavy is the Head from Children of Reptile. Uh, This is a throwback album, retro heavy metal, however you want to call it. It's a band doing 70s, 80s classic heavy metal in 2023. There's a lot of this to go around. A lot of it just doesn't feel authentic. And when it's done right, it really hits the spot. And that's what I would say that this Children of Reptile album does for me. April 14th, possibly the biggest (laughs) day of the year for music releases. Now, this is ridiculous. Metallica 72 Seasons, Overkill Scorcher, LA Guns Black Diamonds, Mike Tramp, Songs of White Lion, Artrayu, The Hope of a Spark. And we also got releases from Holy Moses, Ar- Archangel, Archangel. I don't know how you pronounce that. Um, Lucifer Star Machine, Lotus Thrones, The Hell Freaks. Magnus Carlsen's free fall. Blazin' right. Zozobra, so From fall to spring. Magnets for maniacs. The infinity ring. Altari. Malin. Uh Where was I here? Let's see. Carcarius. <laughs> Deathgrave. Void ceremony. Infecting the swarm. From Fall to Spring, Wild Beyond, EPs from Sabaton, MMXX, which is, what, 2022 in Roman numbers, Roman numerals, excuse me, uh, All Hell, Night Fishing, EP is called Live Bait. (laughs) Adrian Smith, I'm sure, enjoys that one. Uh, Reissues from Hollywood Undead, a bunch from Scar Symmetry, macabre as well live albums from biohazard and infected rain and some of these albums i've repeated them from a previous week and just so you guys know these are the dates that are sent to me sometimes these releases change based on the label based on the territory based on the band sometime usually not the band but some of that stuff does happen jeremy what's your pick for this week
1: yeah, well as you say, it was a, a big hitters week. Um but before we dissect the, the, the big ones, let's just give a mention for Pitch Black Sunset by the Hell Freaks. Okay Um that was some sort of in your face punky tunes. Um a little shouty perhaps, but um you know there's some good music on there. Um, I mean, obviously, what can I say? You know, uh, you know, we had Scorched by Overkill, as you mentioned, 72 Seasons by Metallica and Black Diamonds by L.A. Guns. I mean, all three of these albums are a great listen. Uh, yeah. All three are very well produced. Uh, obviously, the mus- musicianship is very is kept very high throughout as well. Um uh, Overkill have been producing, you know, very solid work recently, and on the last few albums. So it was no surprise that this would be uh, good. I thought it was probably their best one of the, you know, the, the more recent ones as well. Um, Metallica, on the other hand, obviously they've had some good songs uh, on recent albums, but can we honestly say they've had a cohesive, very solid album. Um, But on this, yeah, they might just have done so. Um, I think the rambling solos are gone. Uh, So is the poor production of Death Magnetic Days. Um, And, you know, I really like the songs. I think that, you know, it's one that you want to play again. Um, And... You know, overall, it, it was a really, really good effort from Metallica. And as for LA Guns, well, they've taken a bit of a Zeppelin turn, but in a good way. Um, and so, you know, overall, it's it's very hard to pick from those three. I mean, I, I have sort of tossed between all three as the pick um, of, of the bunch. I'm going to go, you know, a little left field. And I'm going to pick the LA Guns because, you know, it was a band that you got me into, really. I hadn't really listened to them very much uh in the past or i'd sort of picked at them a little bit and thought you know i'm not that into them um but i really like them and and i really like this album and i think you know to come out in the same week as overkill and metallica and to uh, to be better than them uh says something about their songwriting and their abilities uh so for me it's it's that one
0: yeah i don't know that i can add anything that you haven't Mentioned, I think you're spot on with all of your assessments. It's funny because I listened to the LA Guns and they worked with the late Andy Johns on a lot of different albums, specifically because he had worked with Led Zeppelin and to help them with the sound and whatnot. This is definitely the most Zeppelin y album that they've released, hmm. and I think that it's a really good mix of what they do. I mentioned it to you and I've mentioned to the patrons how much i i really love this band out of out of all the bands to come out of LA this is like my dark horse favorite because when they're on they're really on it um and 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 i'm going to be honest part of the reason why i wanted to initially do a show on sunset strip albums and bands was because I wanted to talk about LA guns. (laughs) I wanted to tell people that, you know, I do think that their debut album to me is as important and as good as appetite for destruction and the first Van Halen album and too fast for love uh, by Motley Crue. I think that as a debut album, it's raw, it's in your face, it rocks, it's great. And all these years later, I think they've always got at least a few songs on each album. That's a continuation of what they did on that first album. They've always been great with melodies and guitar parts. And again, Tracy Guns is to me a very underrated guitarist because on a dime he can sound like Randy Rhodes, um, or he can sound like Jimmy Page or he can sound like somebody totally different. And that's what's cool about him because he can shred and he can just go by feeling, uh, it's just so cool. So I love that you picked that the overkill 100%. And it's funny because every album that they put out since, um, since relics, uh, nine, I think it's called. I've said exactly what you've said. No, this is the best one. No, this is the best one. So they just keep topping their previous album. And that's a testament to them getting better as time goes by. There's just so much good stuff on Scorcher. It's it's ridiculous. The Metallica, as much as I like some of the better stuff on Hardwired... Hardwired is just too fucking long. <laughs> you know, it's just there's no reason for that to be a triple album outside of the fact that they wanted to have each album sale count as three albums instead of one. This is to me and and I say this all the time with the new Metallica album because I end up playing the last one to death until I get bored of it this album is such an easy listen for me Uh. beginning to end fuck the haters because that's the popular thing to do is to hate on them. The bigger the band, the more haters there are. Uh, As I always say, if you don't like it, move along and just listen to the first four albums and let the rest of us enjoy it. Mm. You know, I don't think anyone likes, having somebody come up to them and slap a piece of pizza out of their hand and say, no, this isn't as good as the first slice of pizza you ever had. You know, the only in music does this nonsense happened. Um, to me, I'm going to go with the Metallica only because out of those three great albums. And probably at the end of the year, if those three aren't in the top 10, they've narrowly missed the top 10, but I think out of the three, it's the one that I've listened to the most. And I, I can't ask for anything more from them. Sorry if people aren't into it. Um, Jesus, here's another one that's totally off. All right, April 21st. I've got Smashing Pumpkins, A Tomb, A Rock Opera, and Three Acts, Act 3, listed on... Several dates, so I'm not sure what the actual release date is, but it's listed as the 21st of April. The 69 Eyes, Enter Chikari, Jethro Tull, Angel, with their first album in decades, Live Christine, uh, Axel Rudy Pell, Revolution Saints, Through Fire, Magnus Rosen, Mecca, Olvidar, Body Snatchers, Smulder, Evermore, Tanith, Melancholia, As Everything Unfolds, St. Damon, or St. Demon, I don't know which way it's pronounced, SmackBob, Glorious Bank Robbers, again, 2022 listed, Wasteland Clan, Predatory Void, These Beats, EPs from Brand of Sacrifice, Again, Night Fishing and Beast Eagle. Reissues two from Hyrax, one from the Mars Volta, and a live album from One Desire. Jeremy, what did you go with for the 21st?
1: So the question is, was this a lead week or not? And I'm going to say not because I found an absolute gem of an album. But I'm not going to tell you immediately what it is because <laughs> I'm going to tell you a few of the others I'll listen All to right. first. I mean, I was fairly unimpressed, I must say, by the new album from Angel. I thought it was very weak, 70s style rock. I thought it would be, you know, have better songs on or at least, you know, rock, it, rock out a little bit more. Uh, I thought the new album Eagle Flight by Revolution Saints was a little better than that. But considering the talent involved, which is, you know, Dean Castronovo, Gerald Hoogstra, Jeff Pilson, I mean, it could have been a bit more memorable. And uh, I really didn't go back and listen to it again. Um, but we did. I did have two other very sort of listenable albums. Uh, one is the Saint Demon one you just mentioned, um, League of the Serpent. Uh, this is a very typically sort of melodic and groovy output from um, the Swedish power metalers, uh, and I enjoyed that. The other one was the End of Time by Wasteland Clan. Uh, they're a German heavy metal band with a most, mostly sort of very good female vocals, with um, a little bit of growling on there, but not much. So that that's, that was good. Um, it has a very low budget, hand-drawn album cover, and at times it sounds like they've recorded it in different rooms. But it certainly has a, a lot of energy on it that you get from the sort of bands like Fury and Sanhedrin and, and you know, those sort of newer bands. And uh, I thought it was excellent. Uh, so, really worth a listen. But my pick is a surprise one, um, and it's an absolute gem. I really like the album Crimson and Jet Black by the Japanese heavy metal or even speed metal band Anthem. Um, it's got Yukio Murak- Murakawa. On vocals? I hope I've said that right. Um, I've not, To be honest, I've not really heard much of this band before, um, despite the fact they've been active since the 1980s. Um, I, so I, I didn't even bother to go back to listen to any of their earlier stuff. I just listened to this, and I listened to it again and again. Uh, it's got some really good riffs on it. It's got great melodies. Uh, and it was a thoroughly enjoyable way to spend half an hour or so of your time. Um, you know, it's sometimes... You don't have to complicate metal. You just have to do it well. Uh, And I think that's what they've done.
0: All right, cool. My pick for this week is Tanith with the album Voyage. They're a three-piece out of New York. Female vocals, female on the bass as well. And for all the crap that Greta Van Fleet gets, a lot of people say, oh, you know, I don't like them because they sound like Zeppelin. Greta Van Fleet, and I guess it's due to the same influence, to me sounds more like Triumph than they do Led Zeppelin. Uh, To me, Tanith is somewhere in that early Rush, heavily Zeppelin-influenced catalog, and that's what they sound like to me. Um, They're not reinventing the wheel, but it's some pretty cool hard rock and heavy metal. I mean, like you said, it doesn't have to be something that's overly technical just so long as it entertains you. It's all that matters. All right, so this brings us to the last week of April. And not a lot of releases because Record Store Day happened a few days earlier. happened on Saturday the 22nd. So that was kind of the big focus here. So on April 28th, we got... Enforced. I recently had Knox Colby on the show. Hope you guys enjoyed that. New albums by The Damned, Hawkwind, Savage Existence, Elven King, Graveworm, Ignea, Black and Damned, EPs from Swollen Tooth, and EP from Swollen Tooth. Okay, reissues from Hammerfall, Alcest, The Crown. Eminence, Terra Noct, live albums from Cradle of Filth, Sass Jordan, Mesa, and compilations from King's X, Ross the Boss, Sinner, and Trapeze. What say you for this week, Mister Weltman?
1: Yeah, well, I did listen to a few of these. I wasn't, you know, overly into a lot of them. Uh, and I found it a little bit difficult to pick, you know, a, an album of the week for this one. Um, I did listen to Servants of the Devil by Black and Damned. Um, I did enjoy that. It was a sort of good album of power metal. And, I, you know, I do like my power metal really. Um, so yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, there was the new album, as you mentioned, by Enforced, uh, War Remains. Um, I also, you know, enjoyed that one. Um, I think they're a good band um and that you know they they hit much harder um so yeah that was good um i guess really overall if i've got to pick one it was probably a bit of a surprise to me because i've never been a massive fan of the band but you know the damned um brought out a really listenable album darkadelic and on, although it's not you know it's not metal it's got some rockier numbers on there and it's got a nice mix of songs as well which is always good when you are you know listening to a band that you you're not so into um um i mean for one reason or another that i can't really fathom is that i've never you know listened to a lot of their stuff since the the very early 70s really mm-hmm. um so yeah it was a it was a nice pleasant surprise and um it, it's really interesting you know that some you know quite a few of the band are quite old now and that they can you know produce such good music you know think about the songwriting and produce, um, you know, an album of good material when really nobody's sort of buying albums as much as they were. Um, But they put a lot of effort into it and I think it was well rewarded.
0: Yeah, this is an album that I really want to check out because from the material they've released these last few years. Much like what you said, I think we all know the early stuff, very gothic-y, very, you know, mixed between goth and punk, and they kind of crossed over between the two. And these last few years, the stuff they've been putting out is really kind of touched on what they're known for, like the 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 lore of the dam. But at the same time, it's probably a little bit better produced, and a little bit more just straight-ahead rock, as you're saying, without mm. it straying too much from their original blueprint, I think. So it's definitely one that I want to check out. For me, um, Enforced War Remains is the one that, uh, that I stick with for this week. Just a straight-ahead 32-minute thrash assault. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, it just goes for it. And if you're into thrash metal, if you're into, because this is, they're considered a crossover band, but not in the sense, and Knox mentions this during the interview. For example, Municipal Waste is from the same city, from Richmond, Virginia. The difference between the two is that one is very heavily influenced by suicidal tendencies and a lot of that melodic like punk stuff that they add. And some of the lyrics are kind of comedic or tongue-in-cheek, whereas Enforced is more of a mix of hardcore punk with, say, Slayer or, you know, parts of Megadeth, perhaps. So it's it's crossover, but it's in a different style. So it's cool that you know it's still thrash, but it isn't quite the same as, as some of these some of the other stuff. So that would be my Pick for, for the 28th of April. Uh, May has already brought us today well, as we're recording this May 5th. We had some new releases that I have gotten a chance to listen to. Uh, others that I haven't had a chance to listen to yet. But For example, uh, today there were releases from Tigers of Pang Tang, Winger, Burning Witches, Death Star, Dave Lombardo, Therapy, Enforcer, Haunt. Uh, On the 12th, we have New Devil Driver, Cattle Decapitation, Veil of Maya, The Acacia Strain, Heaven's Edge. 19th, we have Sweet and Lynch, an album that both Mike Jones and myself can't wait to not listen to um <laughs> neil sean's <laughs> journey through time album which is actually a live album Uh new album from yakuza which some of the stuff that i've listened to so far sounded pretty cool and on the twenty sixth, we have elegant weapons who features uh richie faulkner from judas priest and Oh, yeah. Have you heard of a guy named uh, Ronnie Romeo? What has he been up to lately?
1: Yeah, I think I've heard of him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that album comes out that also has um, Rex Brown of Pantera. And I forget who the drummer is. Maybe Scott Travis of Judas Priest. Not sure.
1: Yeah, I think it might be.
0: Yeah. And um, let's see. Outside of that, new album from Serenia. Really nothing else kind of jumps out. At me there, but may will undoubtedly bring us more good to great music to talk about in roughly a month. I think we we can uh, agree on meeting then and talking about some more new releases.
1: <laughs> yeah, hopefully so. I mean, there's you know big names, but also it's, it's the smaller names, isn't it? It's those little yeah. uh, those little treats that you're not expecting uh, that you know you sort of uncover. Yeah, that's the, that's the fun of it all.
0: Absolutely. Finding, finding a hidden treasure that maybe you wouldn't have else, elsewise, or, or you wouldn't have listened to unless you heard us talking about it. How about that? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So on that note, we are going to wrap this show up. Thank you, Jeremy, once again for joining us and we'll see you next month. from Mars podcast you can subscribe to the show on all your favorite podcasts
1: platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and
0: more. Go to signalsfrommars.com for more information. This concludes our show.